What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about the reassertion of your past self. The reason that I'm talking about this today is because I have this journal that I got when I joined a coaching program a few months ago, and it's called the Hero's Journal. And what essentially it is, is that you have a journal, and it's like you have these things where you write out your goals for today, and it has a story built into it. So when you open a journal entry, it has like a, a graphic of a hero going about his journey. And these journeys have are broken up into sections. So you have your first act, and then your second act, and your third act, etc., until the end of the journal. So as you're writing your goals, you see yourself as this hero that you're seeing in the graphics on the, of the page, going through the journey, overcoming some obstacles, getting new friends or people who join up on your mission, and you go accomplish the thing, right? And I got to a new section today, or yesterday, and it was very, very interesting and very, very true and very, very noteworthy, and I decided I wanted to talk about it. And what was happening in the scene on this journal is that the hero has just defeated some monsters or snuck past some monsters with a whole bunch of his friends, and he achieved some accomplishment, right? He achieves this accomplishment, and he's going on to the next adventure. And behind him, he doesn't know that there's a shadow behind him, looking at him, following him wherever he goes. The hero has accomplished a whole bunch of stuff. He started from nothing, got some armor, got some friends, defeated some monsters, and moved on and on and on. And he's about to take on this next big thing, whatever that is. I don't know what it is yet because I haven't gotten to the next act. But the, the shadow is following him around. And what happens is he's going into the den of a giant what's it called a giant monster a dragon yeah he's going into a dragon's den and he's sneaking past the dragon but then his past self oops i mean his uh this shadow self what the thing that's following him around for the last few pages shoots out in front of him makes himself known he goes and wakes up the dragon and i thought this was a perfect a very perfect example of what reassertion of the past self looks like you're going along your journey you're accomplishing goals you're becoming the man or the woman that you know you can be taking the steps doing the thing you're seeing progress and you feel you feel great and then these voices come up and like the shadow they come up in front of you they make themselves known and try to reassert themselves onto you which is to say they try to reintroduce those limitations that you had in the past and they do that by trying to get you to do quote, self-sabotage behavior. So now that this hero is on his journey, he's accomplished all the stuff, his shadow self, the thing that was following him around for the last few pages, makes himself known and goes up and wakes the dragon up. Now the hero has to fight this dragon. And this dragon is his past actualized self. And once he defeats that person, it will be, well, it defeats the dragon. It'll be behind him for good. And he will be able to reach to the next level. And not only will he reach the next level, but that shadow self, the past self, will be defeated for good. Now I want to move on to the self-sabotage myth. Have you noticed uh, I said, quote, self-sabotaging behavior? Self-sabotaging behavior does not exist. We do not sabotage ourselves. And this is very, very easy to explain, and it has to do with our biology. We did not get to where we are as a human race by self-sabotaging. We did not get here by rejecting our thoughts, rejecting our feelings, uh, doing things that we know are detrimental to our, our health, our wealth, and our relationships. Any organism that does those things did not, does not survive, does not reproduce, does not evolve, did not become the apex predators that we are, able to do all this cool stuff, including talking into a mic, 
to people across the world. So it is not a natural behavior to heck that way, because if it were, then we wouldn't be who we are. We probably would have gone extinct a long, very, very long time ago. We are automatic success mechanisms or organisms. We have all these things, our emotions, our feelings, our knowledge that we can go gain, and all this stuff is supposed to help us accomplish whatever we're trying to accomplish in the world. And the same thing goes for animals. The animals that are alive today have successfully used their automatic success mechanisms to accomplish the things they need to accomplish, which is food, shelter, and reproducing. Any behavior that results in the opposite of that, or the opposite for us would be health, wealth, and relationships, would be detrimental to our outcomes. My argument for self-sabotage is that it does not come from us. It comes from the people in our past who we listen to or internalize their negative voices and opinions about us. I'll use myself as, as an example. I was very limited in my communication as a child. I was not able to freely express myself in the classroom, at home, wherever I was. Adults, authority figures, communication and honesty and integrity and thoughtful inclusion in arguments were not allowed. And as a result, I became very uh, inhibited in terms of my communication, my emotional expression. And for a while there, <laughs> for a very long while, I was a freaking robot, man. Uh, people couldn't tell what I was thinking. People couldn't tell what I was feeling. And I thought I was good like that. I thought that was cool. I thought it was good that people could not read me in any type of way, a fashion. Somehow I broke myself out of that through um, philosophy and all that stuff. But I've come to realize that it is the opposite of my goals, health, wealth, and relationships, to be inhibited in that way. And so I've been working to shed that self. And I think I've done a pretty good job. And I still have some work to do. But of course, I'm, I, I plan on achieving and when I first got started on this podcast, I was having super loud voices in my head from these people in the past telling me that, hey, you don't have nothing to say because you're a kid or you're too young or you stutter or something like that. But I had enough knowledge to know that they weren't me, that they weren't right, they aren't valid, and that they have terrible lives. So I shouldn't listen to them. And I've been working on it. And now I feel good enough to get on the podcast and not have to worry about what I'm saying if is valuable or anything like that. I know what I'm saying is valuable. It's just, am I communicating the value in a precise manner that people will take action and change their lives in some positive way? That's the only thing I have to worry about now is, can I deliver the best to my ability in a way that people will understand and take the action because of it? Now, think about yourself and whatever things that you're trying to accomplish and those voices that pop up in your head. I guarantee you that you can trace those to other people around you, be they friends, family members, authority figures, we all have these, um, excuse me, we have all these internalized voices of the people that we've been around for long periods of time. And whether they be good or bad, they're in there and they're there to guide you. For the people that are trying to prevent you from reaching your goals, they're trying to guide you from the abuse that you experience from people like them in the future. If I, for example, decided to suppress myself some more and become or stay an emotional robot, there is a benefit to that, and the benefit is that nobody can hurt me emotionally. Nobody can get to me. I'm rock solid. I'm like a stone that doesn't move and doesn't get eroded by water. That's the bonus. So when abusive people, emotionally abusive people who don't want you to communicate or don't want me to communicate come around me, they won't be able to work their magic or do what they do to manipulate me and get me to stop communicating. I'll just be like, bro, it doesn't work. But as a side effect or... A negative side effect. I don't get to connect with anybody. I don't get to have any real relationships. I don't get to build wealth because 
a part of wealth is being a great communicator. And you have to communicate. And if you want to communicate, you need to not be a rock. <laughs> so I still, I had those internalized voices. I rejected them. And I've been able to get the benefits of becoming less inhibited and able to communicate. And guaranteeing that you have these people in your past who you've been around long enough that if I told you, hey, imagine that uh, this person came to you and you were doing X, Y, Z, right? How would this person react to you? Bam, you would have a response like that in your head. They would say this, they would say that. They would say, I'm not worth this, this. Or if it's a great person, they would say, you could do this, you got it, blah, blah, blah. We have these internalized voices. What I've done is internalize the voices of people who are encouraging, who are moral, who are impactful in the world. And as a result, I have constant motivation from those people. So to prevent the reassertion of the past self, two things must happen. First, you have to, first, well, maybe three things. Recognize that you have internalized voices from people in your past. These people are most likely bad if they're trying to get you to self-sabotage or not self-sabotage. Well, because the self-sabotage doesn't exist, they're trying to get you. They're trying to sabotage you, what I'm trying to say. Sorry about that. They're trying to sabotage you, and they're saying all these things in your head. You have to recognize that those are not you. That's, those are just internalized voices from people in the past who are bad that you spend a lot of time around. And that's okay to have those voices because... You have those voices now that you recognize that they're bad people, that their lives aren't great. They don't, they don't hide the things that you want to have. You could listen to them, but do the opposite of what they say. So if you have trouble uh, doing X, Y, Z, and this person says, yeah, you're supposed to have trouble doing X, Y, Z because you're worthless and you're blah, 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 and you're this and you're that. Whenever I hear that voice in my head, I'm like, yes, I need to do this. <laughs> I need to go ahead and do this because they don't want me to do it. It's probably good for me then. So that's the first part of it. You have these voices in your head. Recognize that they're not yours. They're just internalized voices from people in the past. Second, you have to reject them, the negative voices specifically. You reject them, tell them they're not right, that they're wrong, they're allowed to suck, of course. And you take what they say and you do the opposite of that. And you'll feel kind of like, I, will, I say for me specifically, I feel like it's kind of like revenge. I'm getting revenge on these people that try to sabotage me. I'm getting revenge on these people every time they say something in my head that will get me to stop doing the positive things that result in my goals. I reject them. I do the thing and I feel like I got revenge. So do that. And then the second thing or the third thing, depending on how you want to break that up, get internalized voices of the people who are encouraging, who are doing the things you want to do, being who you want to be, having the impact that you want to have. The way to do this, I found, is consume a whole bunch of content of the people you love and admire. For example, if I want to become a marketing genius, I'm going to go find the top marketing guy I can find, study all his stuff, internalize his voice. And when I'm doing my marketing activities, I'm like, what was this? What would this guy say? He would say this. Okay, I'm going to do that. And then I'll have the results that he's having eventually. And when your past self comes to reassert itself and wakes up the dragon like it does in the journal, that's a big fight that you have to win. You have to win that fight. If you do not win that fight, you've lost a whole bunch of progress you can prevent the past self from uh, for reinserting yourself by doing what i just said quickly rejecting the negative inner thoughts that come from other people quickly getting internalized voices of the people who are successful in whatever you want to do whether that be health whether relationships do it as fast as possible get as much distance from that past as possible when i think about who i was at 17 years old (laughs) man like, that guy could never reassert himself on me. He's way too far gone. 
Like I'm so far ahead. So I have a so much different perspective that when I look at my 17 year old self from the third person point of view, I was like, I'm like, there's nothing valuable he could say to me. So I'll reject everything that he says to me and do the opposite of that. Yeah, man. That's all I got for you, man. I know this was helpful. I hope I hopefully I communicated in the way in a, uh, in a way that it made sense to you. And with that, I'll see you in the next episode and peace out.